Welcome to Boomers on Fire with educator, philanthropist, and mentor, Dr. Cynthia. Get ready to refire your life by listening to inspiring interviews with vibrant boomers who are rocking their retirement. Whatever the retiree is doing, we want you to hear about it so that it will spark something in you so that you can decide how you want to live in your second half of life. You will be exposed to new possibilities and new opportunities. It's time to refire, reinvent, and reimagine your second half of life with your host, Dr. Cynthia. Welcome to Boomers on Fire. I am your host, Dr. Cynthia, and I'm so happy that you have chosen to join me here today. This is the place where women over 60 come to be inspired and motivated to make the rest of their lives the best of their lives. My guest today is Dr. Jill Deisler. She's had a very interesting career. She was a doctor in the Army as a flight surgeon, general medical officer, and Army radiologist. Welcome, Dr. Deisler. Thank you. So what is your plan for the second half of your life now that you um, decided to retire? Uh, well, um, the the plan really when I decided to retire was to move from Pennsylvania to Florida and improve my golf game. And that was it. (laughs) And did you get to do that? Well, yes, I did improve my golf game, but I discovered that that my body just wouldn't let me play golf five days a week. And so on the days that I wasn't playing golf, I felt as though I – I needed to to do more, and um, I I wanted to uh, continue using the knowledge that I had, um, and I wanted to continue helping people. Excellent. So so I began to look around for a job that would allow me to to use the knowledge that I, I had gained uh, and to help people and it would also the job would also allow me the freedom that I that I wanted so that I could travel um, when I desired to travel <clears throat> excellent so can you share with us about how your medical career in the Army prepared you for what you're doing right now? The 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 job that I'm doing now uh, does require uh, that, that, you, that you be a physician. It doesn't matter what your specialty uh, was when you were a practicing physician, but it, it you do have to be a physician. <clears throat> the job that I'm doing now is uh, Social Security disability work. Um, What's nice about this particular work is that every case you open is different from the last case, and uh, it's a, it's a little bit like putting a puzzle together. Um, 
because you're you're not only looking at someone's health records, you have to cross reference the social security disability uh manuals to come to a conclusion uh regarding the particular case that you're looking at and then you you have to write up your conclusion. Um, so you, you're definitely using all of your medical knowledge. In fact, you may even be, uh, you may even be learning uh, more than than what you you used in in your particular specialty, which is very nice. Uh, so that you're not only giving back, but you're receiving at the same time. So it sounds like that part of learning something new is also fascinating for you. It it is, and and that's you know that's what's nice about this job that you you are you are still learning, and and yet you're 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 giving of your knowledge as as well, um, and the the job is nice because. You pretty much set your own hours. So it basically allows you to have that freedom that you wanted when you left the regular, when you left your regular position. That's true. Um, it, it gives it gives you much more freedom than uh, than a full time position does, and um, it, you know it's not it's not only the freedom to set your own hours. It's also the freedom to take vacation when you want to take vacation or to work on a holiday if that's what you choose to do. So um, it's very, um, it's a very accommodating job, and I feel fortunate to have found it. Yeah, and it sounds like it's also meaningful and fulfilling at the same time. That's correct. Yeah, it's amazing how you, um, when you plan for that second half, you're planning to play golf, and and you found that that really wasn't that satisfying to you, and you decided to figure out to do something else to make a difference. Yes, and actually, um, when I've when I've spoken with a, a number of my friends who were getting ready to retire, I've I've said to all of them. Um, I would recommend that you not retire cold turkey like I did, uh, mm-hmm. but instead that if you can, you know, if, if your if your employer will let you, to ease out to go to go part time, and and then after you've gone part time for a few years, you can start cutting back, you know, even more or or then potentially find a a position um that will give you the freedom you want when you want that freedom but it'll also allow you to continue using the skills and the knowledge that you've built up um you know after uh you know all all the all the years that you were in the uh regular full-time workforce 
and it also, I, I think as great advice, it also gives them um, the opportunity to think about what's going to happen to their life when they go from complete structure to no structure at all. Um, that's true, too, that, that it, you know, I think that it does give you time to um, to ease in, into that, as you said, from complete structure to no structure at all, because, I mean, my reaction um, when when I went from complete structure to no structure, my reaction was not what I expected. Um, I I had a, had a like a little nervous breakdown. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, I just could. I couldn't believe that. You know what? You know I'm I'm not even going to work. You know part time somewhere. Yeah, it just you know it um, it just kind of, it kind of took me by surprise <clears throat> because even though um, we you know you should you should work so that you can live and not live to work. <laughs> um, um, but if you just I think if you just stop working cold turkey like I did, mm-hmm. that you lose, it's like you lose some identity. <clears throat> and um, so to prevent that feeling of lost identity, um, I've recommended uh, to, to several of my colleagues to ease out rather than then uh, just stop altogether. You know, that's excellent advice, Jill, because sometimes when people go cold turkey, they get depressed, they get lonely, and they really don't know what to do with themselves. They they can't believe that they, um, the freedom that they wanted was not as wonderful as they thought it was going to be. And, and it's you're, you're right. It's true that a lot of people get depressed, um, and and it wasn't it wasn't uncommon. Um, I mean, it, it, it I didn't see it I didn't see it a lot, but it wasn't uncommon to hear of, um, in particular, when when folks would retire from the military that within a few years, and it's and it's not just it's not just the active duty people, uh, even even in our in the civilian workforce, sometimes when people retire after they've been working for many years, a few years later, they pass away. Yeah. And um, so I I I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly that that if you if you ease into retirement, if you work part time um, rather than quitting, you know, rather than stopping work cold turkey. That it's it is better physically and mentally for you. Absolutely, because I do believe that um, I don't believe in the word retirement, because it it was the word retire. It's like we should retire that word because we are living so much longer, and um, we have such great medical attention that it's like what you're going to do for the next twenty years if you don't do something. 
um, whether it's volunteering, whether it's working part-time, but it's important, very important to do something. Because like you say, there are people who um, after they've left the workforce have no plans, they just die. And um, I don't believe that that's what life is meant to be. So the very fact that you're doing something else, that's really um, um, wonderful. Well, I agree with you that uh, definitely it's it's better if you know if you ha- if you have a plan uh and you and and if cer- certainly if the plan allows you to work part time or or to go take take a um you know if if you have a an avocation that you were doing when when you were working full time um <clears throat> um and you can turn that into your new vocation after you retire i mean that's that's even better i i i knew uh, uh i knew a lady who was a postal inspector for many years but in her spare time she liked to work uh she liked to do stained glass work <clears throat> and um so she retired as a postal inspector but she takes that that avocation of the stained glass work that she would do and she's made some beautiful pieces and and uh and and sold them you know locally to to different businesses um, <clears throat> and you can also take that work there are craft fairs all, all the time in, in in every community and you can display it at the craft fair um, and, and you can you know, people will will come to you and ask. You know, they may commission you to do a piece. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, take your avocations that you have and turn them into a vocation after you retire um, from your full time job. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like digging up a dream that you may have had that you weren't able to do while you worked and really igniting that dream. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, um, have, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I have, a, I have another friend who, um, he's a physician, and he's very musically inclined. And, you know, Someday, when when he decides that uh, you know that that he's had enough uh, and and he retires, I you know I would certainly um, you know I would recommend to him take that love of music that you have and um, you know put it put it to work for you. Um, you know he. he you know, there's there's so many uh, you know avenues that that he could pursue with the with the with the music. <clears throat> Even if you're just playing the piano, um, you know, for the folks at the retirement home, it's you know it's still better than uh, um, than just stopping cold turkey. Yeah, the the possibilities are endless. So, Jill, what the, do you have a last message for our listeners? 
Um, I would, you know, I would say that, you know, when you are getting, when you're thinking about retiring, you're, when you're getting closer and closer to that point, um, you should also start looking at, uh, um, ask your employer if if you can if you can work part time, um, and if that's not a possibility, you know, take a, a good hard look at what you do. Um, for pleasure uh, when you're not at work and and see if you can't turn that into uh some type of little cottage industry uh that that uh will keep keep your mind busy um and give you a sense of purpose um and if you if you if you take the route that that I did um and you and you do go back to work part part time um I would say definitely look for a part-time position that um, maybe, you know, as an independent contractor that is going to allow you the freedom to create your own hours and to, you know, take your vacations whenever you want to. Um, And definitely to uh, find some type of work to do Part time that's going to keep your that's going to it's going to keep your mind sharp, um, and and that will be better for you both physically and mentally. Great, Dr. Deisler, thank you so much for taking the time to share your journey with us. Well, thank you for asking me. Well, you know, there's a saying. Duke Ellington said that every intersection in the road of life is an opportunity to make a decision. The rest of your life is ahead of you. Take your time to experiment and explore. Plan and take action. The choice is yours to live well and live fully and wisely. What small steps will you do today to live well? I would love to hear from you. You can get in touch by sending an email to drcynthia at refiredontretire.com. You can find the podcast notes on my website, www.refiredontretire.com. Are you subscribed to my podcast? If not, I want to encourage you to do that today. I don't want you to miss an episode. And if you subscribe to the podcast, you'll be notified of all new episodes. I would be really grateful if you left me a review over at iTunes. Those reviews help other people find my podcast, and they're also fun for me to read. Select ratings and reviews and write a review and let me know what your favorite part of the podcast is. Bye for now. Go out and live a refired life. That's all for this episode of Boomers on Fire. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode of Boomers on Fire, I would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast to get automatic notifications when I publish a new episode. I would appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review to help spread the word and help more women reignite the second half of their lives. 